Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to Wrath and Glory Under the Steel Sky. Welcome back once again to this Warhammer 40k RPG campaign. I am William Orshani, and I don't know why I'm talking in this particular cadence. Uh, but yeah, I'm your storyteller for this Wrath and Glory game. And uh, joining me today, we have Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Remy Mera. Uh, human. Human. And what is your objective, human? Human-aligned human. human. Uh, That's a good question. What is my objective? Um, For the one time you remember on the first first time. (laughs) Uh, Use gang slang, invented or real. Feel like you can invent some gang slang? Sure. (laughs) Technically, aren't all words just invented? Yes, but not all invented gang slang. Uh, Mara. Hi, I'm Mara. It gets into a dictionary. Hi, I'm Mara. I'm playing Tina, an orc pilot, and my objective is shortly to be decided also for, which is uh, customize a piece of war gear. And Julia? Hi, I'm Julia, and I'm playing Laura Alfire, the Eldari Corsair, and my objective for the night is unfavorably compare another species, culture, art, or technology to your own for, I believe, the third session in a row. (laughs) And Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Blair Hart, human ganger scum. That was it. And my objective is to use gang slang. (laughs) Yay. So here's how we need that to work. One of us needs to say a thing, and then the other one just needs to repeat it, and we're done. Okay. (laughs) I was was expecting one of you to just, like, have a conversation in complete gang slang and just have no English. (laughs) Just start saying words. Uh, but uh, we will not be joined this week by Sen, who is not feeling well. Uh, and we probably will be joined later by Jack, who is playing Aristarchus, uh, the uh, Adeptus Mechanicus. Uh, medic? Medic at this point, yeah. He's your medic. I don't know really. if that's his actual whatever you call it but archetype but um and i we will yeah and sen will not be joining us playing will not be playing um blah as my brain completely forgets names sarah sartinos the uh inquisitorial 
agent, now interrogator. Um, and as always, uh, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights. Uh, eat the rich, and this stream is probably powered by Sirenscape. I just need to figure out if I want to have any particular thing. May or may not be. Any sort of background noise, then, is potentially Sirenscape. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But When last we left our agents, uh, who are we agents? Someone yes. tell Tina. Can we get a badge? Sort of a no. Up Sirens Gate to make sure the sound is actually going. Not yet. Yeah, I thought not. At least not in the most recently pinned one. Yep. There we go. Ah, louder than I thought. Thank you for reminding me, Sirenscape, that you reset to 100% volume every single time. Mine doesn't. I don't know. That music will do the job. Oh, that's, that is yeah. very... Um, that fits. That's very 80, 80s sci-fi mm-hmm. noir... Like cyberpunk, Blade Runnery. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. What's this one called? Because uh, this this is from the Cyberpunk Warehouse Twenty Nine section on Sirenscape. This one is just called Combat Music. Just while I'm working it, sometimes just put on Sirenscape instead of. <laughs> Instead of what I usually do, because I'm digging that. But uh, when last we left off, uh, your group had descended into the underground beneath the Hive City, uh, past the radiation warnings, uh, and uh, descended into the Hive of the Gene Stealer cult. Uh, having been attacked and ambushed by a group of gene stealers, uh, the group had a difficult fight, um, and then made their way further in to find the mysterious inquisitorial agent that they had been intending to meet, uh, who turned out, uh, upon actually encountering them as they butchered another group of, uh, gene stealers similar to the one that had previously given you trouble, uh, turned out to be a member of the Adeptus Astartes, one of the Emperor's own space marines. Uh, and beyond that, uh, also revealed themselves to be Hyphratia Tandris, presumably a member of House Tandris, who oh, had been right. elevated to a space marine. Probably a long time ago. 
also an agent of the Death Watch, uh, the Inquisitorial Ordo Xenos Order of Space Marines that serves at the behest of the Inquisition. Uh, she had announced that her goals were to eliminate the Gene Steeler Patriarch and stop the spread of the infestation, uh, which your group is happens to be aligned with. And so uh, that's where we picked up in that particular moment. Great. As, uh, you go for, first. As uh, for, for reference for Julia, this eight and a half, nine feet tall um, mass of walking, massive tank level armor um, uh, is dressed, the, the armor is painted almost entirely black uh, save for the, as I try and remember my references, uh, scroll all the way down, pool, get back to where we are actually at. There we go. Uh, save for the left arm, which is painted silver and marked with a, a wide variety of, um, uh, like, inscriptions and and lettering uh with the skull of the death watch upon it and the imperial eagle in sort of brass along the chest um the right shoulder is blue and marked with the white ultra symbol of ultramar um and the ultramarines uh and they have a bolt pistol on their hip and a bolt rifle slung across their back and in their hands is a massive chain sword uh, they've removed their helmet, and you can see that they have uh, sort of uh, reddish-orange hair um, with bright green eyes uh, that sort of is pulled back into a neat ponytail that sort of rests about inside the collar uh, of the armor. Uh, as she sort of looks across the area, having the two groups having decided that they will be working together on this. So she sort of turns and walks over to one of the other rooms. We'll have to proceed carefully. The radiation levels get more intense uh, as we go further in. They're not consistent. This area hasn't been used for its intended purpose in a long time. So most of the radiation is lingering pockets. My armor and adaptations will see me through just fine, but you are perhaps uh, more vulnerable, she says, as she sort of walks over to a uh, to a uh, machine console and starts to punch numbers in and interface with the uh, with the machinery. Which means that we will need to try and find a route that has the smallest pockets and least density of radiation if we're going to arrive as one. What's radiation? Uh, something that can kill you. You can't fight it. That's also not a challenge. Okay. <laughs> I'm not explaining this. 
this teen is like, how do I fight radiation? No, she's planning on keeping an eye out for it now because she's been <laughs> warned. Um, does not understand that it's invisible. Yeah, it gotta be on toes. <laughs> uh, Laura will sidle up against uh, or to Hyfrasia. Uh, Are there going to be routes that all of us will be able to travel? If we are fortunate. She says, she sort of looks over the readout on this console. I had come here because there is a still functioning auger array that should, at the very least, allow us to monitor proximate levels in the region and plan a route. And she sort of continues to punch things into the computer. May I ask each of you who you are and what your purpose is on this world? And in these depths, specifically. I'm Tina. I'm a member of the Dig Tinker tribe, which is also down here. I mean, they're not, like, down this part. We, like, went a different way. Um, but they're they're down here, too. Yes, I heard the sound of orcs approaching. Yes. Laura Belfire, mercenary in range of House Tendris. Hmm. My house still thrives then. I had heard such, but hadn't dropped by on my journey. And what is your connection? I mean, obviously, your what is your relation to them? Who is the current head of House Tandris? Malton. That would be my Twice great grand nephew. Great. I don't understand human genealogy. Uh, that would make you well over. We're probably around the same age, aren't we? I've been in active service for nearly 300 years. Oh, never mind then. Wonderful. Is that how you got so big? Tina's operating on the uh, lobster strategy. I should say of I've been in. I should say I've been in active service for nearly three hundred years. My actual age is difficult to discern. Uh, having been one of Belisarius Call's experiments, I and time measuring in the Imperium being what it is, my true age could any be anywhere from five hundred to a thousand. Fascinating. Sure. Is that how you got so big? You are very big for a human. That story is somewhat more complicated, uh, but suffice it to say that most humans who live this long will not be this large, no. All right, then. slightly in all. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm Blair Hart, head of the Hostile Hearts, and... We're here looking, I'm your assistant. I'm sorry, it's been a few weeks. We were looking for something here. What are we looking for? Uh, her, specifically, actually. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we're assistant to look for you. Mm. I mean, we're looking for something else. You're just very helpful 
potentially for that. I'm afraid the secret's been spilled. But I understand that based on our conversation and our interaction previous, I take it that you and the Inquisitor that you are working with are looking to deal with another problem that might require my aid uh, <laughs> beyond the current gene stealer issue. Uh-huh. Well, sure. I would certainly be more able to assist once this has been dealt with and my official task is done. I would be waiting some time for any kind of extraction, so I would be more than ready to act independently while I wait. In the meantime, right. she says, and she sort of finishes punching down uh, a series of numbers. I believe I may have found a route that has minimal risk of radiation exposure. Okay, point the direction. And she puts the helmet back on, and the, the immediately as you can hear the deepening of the voice as it's filtered through the helmet. There is not no risk of radiation exposure, so I would recommend caution. Lead the way, please. Is she indicating a direction? Yeah, I, no, she, I, I'm, just, I'm just watching Jeremy's expression right now. <laughs> sure. If I see radiation, I'll tell it, stay away. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> we'll be fine. Yeah. <sighs> Stay behind me, and I will attempt to maneuver should ambient radiation levels begin to increase. Uh, Lorowell is going to reach into her pack and grab a uh, silver uh, <clears throat> bundle that looks like cloth and a helmet and hand it to, to Remy. Okay. Void suit. Can survive space. I will, how bulky and hard is it to move in? It's a little like um it's not like a full-on spacesuit. It's more like um you ever seen those Tyvek suits that are worn for like going near volcanoes? I think so. It's like slightly larger than just wearing clothes yes. and has like the like the circular like column elm thing. Okay. Yeah. Exciting. All right. She will think for a moment and then hand Blair another another one. Uh all right. Thank you. Blair suddenly becomes southern. 
Blair's been Southern. Blair, I was going to say. had the sex. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, mi- I'm mixing I've characters. I've had this accent the entire time. You I'm mixing, I'm mixing characters. Oh, <laughs> th- yes. I was thinking of Mistle for a second. Fine. Johnny's just trying to make you question your sanity. <laughs> it's already gone. <laughs> no energy right now. I'm right there with you. My sanity's been gone for a long time. It's overrated anyways. But um, she opens she opens one of the doors uh, and maneuvers her way out of it. Uh, you, you get... <laughs> the, the comparison is made even larger when you see her try and walk through a door and you realize that her shoulders almost scrape both sides. No, finally someone normal. This is great. <laughs> yeah, how tall is Tina at this point? Like eight foot with the the power suit, right? Yeah, I think she's about the same size with her power suit. She was small for an orc. Um, so yeah, normally normally an orc in mega armor would be bigger than a space marine, but yeah. with you, you're about the same size. Yep. I am following right behind. Yep. This is fascinating. I have so many questions for this this person. Laurel is uh, staying in the back. Saris is taking up rank immediately behind um, Hyphrasia as she steps through and she puts the uh she puts the the chain sword on her belt and pulls that bolt that bolt gun off of her back uh which uh the the bolt gun is like a, it's a very large blocky weapon it is uh like an enormous sort of rectangular barrel with a like a banana clip uh banana magazine uh that emerges out from the bottom with shells that look like they are the size of like Tina's fist. Uh, she just sort of puts it in a ready stance at her shoulder. Uh, normally, any of you who have ever seen a bolt gun before have only ever seen one with like an extensively long stock designed to help handle the massive recoil. None of that on this gun. It is entirely just trigger casing. It's very like close to close to hand and and uh not a lot of extra design on it very utilitarian yeah also would probably break anyone else's arm trying to shoot it without a stock um but as she sort of shoulders it and maneuvers in uh she continues speaking I understand that the Inquisition recruits a wide variety of individuals uh, for a variety of tasks. However, I am surprised to find not only an Eldari working among the ranks of the Inquisition, but also an Orc. Care to enlighten me as to how that one came to pass? I point at Ceres. That's how. Hmm. Desperate times, I suppose. I don't work for her. 
Good to know. And you get the sense that she sort of files that away as a, ah, permission to kill if becomes dangerous. <laughs> I don't know if Tina picks up on that. Probably just, best if she does. Yeah, uh, I... I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a roll. Tina's just stating a fact. Maybe a hundred percent has. Yeah, no, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. Blair will follow that up with a, uh, but Tina is a uh, vital component to what we are doing. And very helpful and important. Thanks. I'll keep that in mind. And you get the sense that the target priority list has moved down to if actively attacking. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, lead the way. She sort of rounds a corner and... uh, there's a burst of bolter fire as you, your ears are almost immediately left ringing by the close proximity of high of high caliber rounds firing off at short range. As she sort of rounds a corner, sees something, squeezes off a few shots, and then continues to walk forward past toward towards where she where she had just opened fire. I look to see what may have gotten shot. Uh, you look over as as she sort of walks past, and you see that there is uh, one of those cultists who had been standing next to what appears to have been a heavy gun emplacement, and had looked like they had been about to try and man it to open fire, is just gunned down. I let I I, I let her continue on, um, and, and I lean in and murmur to Claire or Blair. No way, I said Claire. Um, what do you think the odds are we can we can distract Saris in one direction, shoot this bitch in the back of the head, and just say it was a it was a casualty of the fight? Extremely slim. So you're saying you're not saying zero. There is always a chance. I'm saying don't do it. All right, all right. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, and she continues on past the heavy weapon emplacement uh, as she sort of walks over to another door. And you sort of hear... She stops. She puts a hand on the door, stops for a second. Seems to think. I don't suppose one of you is any good at particularly stealthy operation, are you? Yes. Laura Well is beside her. <laughs> I point at Laurel, that one. What do we need? There is 
My my helmet sensors are picking up several problems in the room ahead. First of them is an open radiation leak, which I will need to close before any of you can proceed and allow the air to filter. The second problem is electromagnetic sensors are picking up automated ser- are picking up automated servitor weaponry. Uh, which is likely not in excellent working condition with the amount of radiation it's been exposed to. I would rather not put anyone in the line of fire of dealing with those, and rather would like to see if someone could quietly make their way around once I've cleared the radiation to... Activate the console and shut down the weaponry, rather than having to push our way through it. She will nod. Very well. All right. You'll have a couple of minutes once I shut this door behind me. Do not open it until I return. And she, the the door slides up. She takes two steps through, hits a button, and it slides back down. And she is separated from your group for the moment. We're going a lot slower now. It feels like. She seems nice. No, she doesn't. She... She has not killed us yet. That is nice. No, but she's planning it. We will cross that bridge when we come to it. There are more of us. So, you know, we got that on our side. If it comes to it. But she's pretty good at shooting things. It's just... We're going very slowly. Well, we knew that was going to be the case regardless. Tina did not know. I did not know, no. It's been a lot of waiting. Uh Uh-huh. I want to run forward. I know. That's how you... Die, yes. No. Die faster. Called tactics, you get ahead of them before they realize you're coming. (laughs) How tactics work. It isn't Tina's mind. Um, Someone needs to teach Tina how to play chess. That's on you, Laurel. You are officially dubbed Tina's chess teacher. What's chess? You're going to have a great deal of fun. Okay. She actually looks excited about this. This sounds, this does sound fun. It sounds like it might be a vague competition of some sort, which she's into. This is good. There's going to be so many smash chess boards. So <laughs> many. <laughs> what do you mean the horse can't move this way? Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. 
Um, Peter hasn't like raged at anything. No, just, not just, at all. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, Captain, uh, well, Captain Millennia goes and fixes our radiation issues, at least immediately ahead. What exactly is the plan from here? Well, we're clearing out the gene stealers. Uh Uh-huh. And then she said she could help us because... She doesn't have... She she can decide what she wants to do. We still need to locate Tycho and Jenea. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. An ally is powerful as her. Is a good thing and a very bad thing. I'm aware. The moment she decides she's done with us, we'll have a few moments left to live. More than that, the moment she decides, you, do this, we don't have choices. Such is the way of the Inquisition. Strictly speaking, Sarah says, uh, speaking out for a moment. Remy is fully aware that Sarah Cesaro has had no issue with 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 this carrying strict, on this conversation. Strictly strictly speaking, as an interrogator, my rank does outstrip hers as a simple member of the Death Watch. So much. Okay, hat. You have a very big hat. Humans are weird. Yeah. Sweet. So, so Sarah will just tell her not to do that, and then we'll be good. <laughs> that is, strictly speaking, within my authority, and records of the Astartes do indicate that those of the Ultramarines chapter are more than most... Um, Avid in regimentation and adherence to authority. Okay. Do we think she's going to be pretty good at finding Janae? I don't know what great, great, great grandniece means. Um, is that going to have like any weight in talking to her or? Probably not much. No. It it means she's distantly related and has probably never met her before. No. Arguably, it's going to be harder. Mm. Mm. Because we need to approach that. We need to approach them a very, very carefully. And she's going to have a lot of, let's just say, unresolved issues around family. Yeah. 
and around just about anything top world. That's not going to be the way to approach. So... I know it's weird to hear me on the doom train, but I don't see this as great. Other than the current situation, because a lot of killing. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of specializing. Yeah. It's a lot of speculation right now, anyway, because we can't get to where we think she is until this is done. So. I didn't know you knew what speculation was. Yeah, it's when you think about something that might happen. Honestly, accurate enough. Let's just get this over quicker. Quick. The quicker we can get it over with, the better chance that that she's still in the place where we know she we know she was at least. Yes, but uh, I should note that any of us falling ill to radiation sickness is not a good way to make this happen faster. Not saying that. So let's just try and and at that point the door opens and the and the Astartes is standing there again. As she steps out and the door shuts behind her. Radiation will clear in a few moments. At that point, it will be up to you to avoid the gun's targeting sensors and get to the console to disable them. Is it a really big room on the other side? There is plenty of machinery in the way, so there should be ample cover to try and hide from the sensors. Okay. And she sort of looks back at the door and sort of holds up an arm and sort of shows that there's like a computer array on on the forearm bracer of her of her armor, and she sort of shows it out and there's sort of like a a slowly descending reading that seems to be getting less and less frequent as time goes on. And she just sort of holds it out for anyone else who is curious to look at. Radiation levels are dropping. Should be within tolerable levels within five, four, three, two, one. Laurawell will slide the door open. I give you a pat on the back for luck. You got this. And okay. slide in. Roll me stealth. That's what I wanted to see. I would like to spend a wrath to re-roll that, please. <laughs> Yeesh. Mm. Ooh. It's a complication, but there are four successes. Do you have an idea of what you want that complication to be? Um, I feel like Laura Wells getting shot by one of these guns at least. Mm. So, um, as you make your way into the room, beyond the door, now you've actually got like a, a, a visual on what's in here. Uh, you see 
a lot of pipe work and uh, ancient, like, human machinery. Um, there are valves and readouts everywhere that you look. You can see a, like, wide array of different computer screens and, like, old, old-timey valve readers and, like, a bunch of needles and computers and pipes everywhere. Um, and across the way, as you sort of duck in some of the, like, pipe work, uh, you can see a pair of um, auto turret servitors, which are bas basically, they look like guns that have been implanted into the wall that have, like, the torso of something human-looking grafted into the back of them. Uh, knowing these humans and how they make these things, it's probably clone meat that is being used to act as the cognizance engine of an automated weapon of an automated weapon. It still looks like the upper half of a person melded into the lower half of a gun, uh, but and slotted into a wall like the world's most horrifying animatronic. Uh, but uh, you sort of identify the two of them, and you see that they are both equipped with, appropriately for the environment they're in, uh, heavy-duty las cannons, which are weapons that can melt through metal at high, at high precision without firing a whole bunch of explosive ordnance. Uh, which makes them very good at, you know, killing things without necessarily setting off detonations. Um, you uh, start to duck and weave your way through. Uh, and at one point, you're fairly certain that you should have absolute line of sight blocking cover from these things. But then some of this machinery is not as thick as you thought it was, and some of the pipes give way to just enough visibility for the gleam of your armor to be seen. And one of the turrets sort of and there's a as a blast of laser energy fires itself at you. And I am going to quickly roll a thing. What's your defense? Uh, slightly higher than last time we discussed this. Uh, three. With exactly two successes, it misses you. Yeah. Uh, as you as you hear the weapon charging and tuck into a roll back behind into into further forward into another set of pipes and machinery, as you sort of glance behind you as you roll forward and see this like condensed beam of powerful energy just cut through the space where you had been and just sort of leaves a bit of slag in the metal uh, behind you where you had been standing. Not today. This reminds you to keep your head down. She will buck buckle up and continue the rest of the way. But with four successes, you continue moving and manage to avoid being seen again uh, by the sensors on these turrets. Uh, and eventually, you manage to make your way to an alcove that sits off to one side of them, uh, outside of their field of view and, and arc of fire, that appears to have the console that Hyphrasia mentioned. Uh, 
that appears to be controlling these uh, currents. How do you interface with it to turn them off? Mm. That's a great question. Lorwell didn't think this far. So it's just terminal or yeah, basically uh, terminal and series of like cables and wires and leading it generally in the direction of the turrets. She's just going to flip out her plasma sword. Turn that on and slide straight through the the cables. Alright. Roll me an attack with your sword. Hey. Oh boy. Another notification. <laughs> I'm doing great, guys. Uh roll me damage. Okay. Uh All right. Yep. That's not what I expected. Uh, so you take this plasma blade and just slice through some of these wires. Uh, there is an electronic spark uh, that arcs through the machinery of your plasma blade and into your arm. Uh, as I need you to go ahead and roll me determination. Okie dokie. Nice. Uh, what would have been two wounds has turned into two shock. How appropriate. As the, as you are arced, as you are basically tased by the, by the, by the line that you just cut. Uh, but afterwards, um, you hear a sparking coming from the two turrets and sort of mechanical wind down noises. The as the as the last cannons lose power and the servitors in the wall uh, lose any sort of signal that they were getting. She'll begin making her way back. Um, you, she, go on. She will stealth back. Yeah. Just to be safe. You, uh, you make your way back, um, and just out of raw curiosity, you sort of pause for a second in that position that had almost got you shot previously and sort of look, and you see the the turret that normally would see you in this position again just doesn't respond. And so that leaves you fairly confident uh, that you are not in danger at the moment. As you slide your way back to the door that you had entered from. It slides up. We're good. 
Was there any conversation in the meantime while that was waiting? Uh, Tina was mostly listening at the door in case Laurel needed us to bust through. It's kind of weird, like, sending one person in alone. It might not have gone well, so she's been quiet. Largely giving our new friend side eye. Uh, her attention appears to have been entirely fixed on the door, just sort of waiting for it to open. She seems to be entirely focused on the mission in front of her. Good. Lair keeping an eye on Remy. Making <laughs> sure Remy... Kill her. Just watch. I didn't say you were going to kill her. I'm She's not going to try and fail to kill her either. Keeping an eye. That's all. Certainly not now. Ceres is in the room. <laughs> but <clears throat> as Laura Well re-enters, uh well uh um Hyphracia sort of nods as you as you announce that it's done. Excellent work. Thank you. And she will step to the side and just sort of arm out. Let's continue moving. And she steps through the door. Yep. The, the rest of you is as you as you walk through, you can sort of see. Um there is uh So a lot of the interior of this floor is sort of like covered in soot, uh, presumably from a light layer of scorching from being constantly ionized over the over the over the course of the past however long. Um, there is a small path that Laurel had cut through it uh, of of her footsteps. There is a much larger set of footsteps that obviously came from Hyphracia. That have moved that moved over to a particularly large machine and set of valves in one wall. Um, <coughs> uh, you can sort of see where she apparently had interacted with the radiation engine and and like the pallet, the radiation leak and sort of sealed it off and vented out the into the uh, contaminated air. Uh, but you move past all of that. Uh, and make your way through uh, the machinery and come out the other end in front of the door that these two uh, servitors had been guarding. Uh, you see both of them here to be powered down. Um, the While the machinery involved in these two gunners is now deactivated, the organics are still alive. Uh, so there is still sort of like this faint twitch to these, to these like cybernetic monstrosities as they sort of scan the air with eyes that are no longer functioning because they were augmented and had a power supply. Uh, these two blind watchers just sort of pan to pan side to side with guns that don't work as you, as Hyphracia steps up to the door and sort of leans against it for a second 
doesn't seem to hear anything and opens it. She steps through and looks back. We are getting closer to the spawning chamber for these gene stealers. The patriarch will be there. That will be an exceptionally dangerous encounter. Any of you who are not prepared for extreme combat should stay to the corners of the room and avoid getting caught in the crossfire. Blair stares down Aristarchus at that. Aristarchus. I will certainly uh, focus more on any kind of support that I might be able to provide from the sidelines. <laughs> Thank you. Ready. Yeah, looks excited. We'll see how this goes. There's a ways to go yet, but... Lead the way. She does so. As the group of you make your way further down, uh, the uh, a few more halls pass, and uh, as you're walking, everyone go ahead and give me an awareness test. Nice. Remy's <laughs> on edge. <laughs> Something bad's gonna happen. Always. So, Laurel and Remy are the first ones to hear it. Uh, which means they're also the ones that have the time to react to it. Um... As you start to hear and detect that the ground that you're walking on no longer has solid matter beneath it. You start to hear it echo more as it as as if you're walking over a chasm. And then you hear the floor start to give way. <laughs> I'm grabbing the two people, one in each hand uh, on either side of me, and just pulling back and yanking. Orwell is doing the same. So, so uh, which one of us gets to dislocate our shoulder pulling on Tina? <laughs> so the two of you go ahead and thusly give me an uh I don't think there's I don't think there's an acrobatic skill, so Athletics? Yeah, go give me athletics. Great. <laughs> Great. Hey. I mean... That's pretty good. Nice. 
So, Remy, uh, with only with only two successes, you do manage to. Um, you're not able to pull yourself and someone else entirely out of the way, but you are able to put uh, Tina between you and the fall. <laughs> uh, the classic strategy. <laughs> whereas Lorwell, you are able to grab. Um, I will say Aristarchus in this particular instance, uh, and leap out of the way. Uh, as the ground underneath gives out. And the majority of you, with the exception of Lorowell and Aristarchus, plummet down into darkness. How does it feel? I'm kidding. I don't say that. <laughs> You're gonna get shot later. I didn't say it. Um... Remy, fortunately, you have a Tina in the way. Tina, unfortunately, you have a Remy behind you. (laughs) I feel like that's not that bad, really. He's not that heavy. Um, So I would like Tina and uh, Blair to roll me uh, determination. Determination? Where is determination? It's on combat, I believe. Yeah, it's <laughs> the combat tab. Ah, hey, I'm oh. starting to learn the sheet. Nice. Uh, that's one. All right. Uh, I'm going to roll a number of dice here. How dead are these two? So caring. So it would have been it would have been three mortal wounds, uh, which would be wounds that ignore your resistance. They just go through. Oh. However, Blair, you convert those three into shock. Okay. Uh, and Tina, you convert one of them into shock. Oh, okay. How you doing? Ah. Uh... How many that would that would have been so three? two wounds. Two, two? So you, you take you take two wounds and one shock, and and Blair just takes three shock. I'm still alive, not looking great. As the uh, and you I see like that I'm just trying to cr- cradle. You see, Remy you see that in a, in a in a similar situation, you can no, see I that back. Yeah. What happens when you're full on shock? Uh, you are exhausted. Okay. You gain the status condition exhausted, which is in the exhausted, which is in the conditions list. Uh, but basically, it means that I believe it's a difficulty increase on everything you do, and any further shock you take becomes wounds. Awesome. All right. Uh, Did that go away? Because I remember being exhausted at one point. Yeah, when, when you regain I... shock, you stop being exhausted. Okay, cool. I think I did that. Yeah, so on your on so if, if we if we were to enter combat on your turn, you could only walk or crawl or perform a basic combat action or fall back. Additionally, you may not roll determination, and any additional shock you suffer becomes becomes mortal wounds. Um however, outside of combat, it basically means you are fucking exhausted. Very tired. How far did plummet? Uh, so as you as you and Aristarchus have pulled to the side and and like off to one side as the floor gave out, 
you see the group of them as a whole fell probably 50, 60 feet into what appears to have been a uh, into what appears to have been a um, like a a tunnel that was dug out underneath. Um, You're fairly certain this was not standard manufacture of like when this place was actually in use. You're pretty certain this tunnel was dug out since then. I saw your smile, Jeremy. I'm when Shawnee mentioned how far. Listen, <laughs> I'm just saying it's nice that people are like, oh, why are you so badly hurt? Not that I can think of anybody in particular, Tina. Um, <laughs> now get to know why you're so badly hurt. As, so and uh, uh Remy, as you are comfortably nestled on on Tina's yep. back, having taken no damage from the fall. Uh, you look over and you can see that it, it looks like in, in a very similar fashion when the fall happened, um, Hyphratia sort of spun and grabbed Saris and seems to have cradled her in the in the fall. Uh, seems to have taken the impact pretty well herself, but Saris also likewise is uninjured due to having a space marine between her and the ground. Well, that was fun. As Hyphrasia sort of gets up off the ground. Ow. Ow. Mm. That's going to make things significantly more complicated. She says that she looks up and doesn't see an immediate way to get back up there. Where are we? I'm looking around at this tunnel. Uh, as you look around, you see that you appear to be in some sort of, like, travel tunnel. Like, it seems to have been dug out for the purposes of traveling along. Um, it seems to head basically in two directions. There's further in or back out towards where you came from. Okay. Um, and it doesn't look like it was designed to interface with the area above because you don't see any, like, handholds or ways to climb back up. It just looks like the floor that this was dug out underneath just gave out underneath it. Because That's bad engineering. Air, okay. Open air and open air and a bunch of heavy people walking across it. Okay. Uh, dug up by whom or what? A, hum- a human sort of things or an animal? It's hard to say. It definitely looks more, it, it looks, um, it does not look like something that claws. Like not, I should say, it doesn't look like it was dug by an, a burrowing animal. Okay. It definitely looks like it was dug out and then things with feet trod it. Well, this might lead to a lair or something. Then we don't have to go and, uh, you know, uh, walk into the middle of what is patriarch, something like that. We can find yes. like. This might lead us into. Mm, this might be even more dangerous than the path that we had just taken. Especially because we have been separated from the rest of our group, she says, looking up to where Lorowell and Aristarchus are sort of on a higher platform. Well, that's not ideal, but they could join us. Do you have a rope? G- grappling hook situation. Sort of rappel I'm down. Gonna, I'm going to look at my equipment real quick. Pretty sure I don't. 
no, no, I don't. <laughs> Times like these that I wish I had my my ridge runner I could just sort of like get a ramp situation and. So are Aristarchus and I still able to see them from up here, or did it just go dark? Uh, it's fairly dark, but you can see sort of shapes down there. Oh, her green eye will glow as she grabs the thermal imaging to make sure everybody's alive. Yeah, and you can, as you as you look, you can definitely see that they are moving with the with the uh, with the prey sense. All right, everybody. You just see one one form that is just holding a single hand up with most of the fingers lowered. Some type of human gesture I don't un quite understand. Why do you say it's more dangerous down here? A re-in-radiation? No, I think, in fact, I think these tunnels might have been dug to help them avoid radiation. Oh, uh, good. I take the radiation suit off. Yes, you should be clear to do that. Uh, I think she means it's unpredictable down yes. here. We, we, don't know, we don't know where these are going to go. And we don't know how traveled they're going to be. Oh, darn. We also don't know what we're going to find down here. You guys are just making it more enticing, you realize. <laughs> we may run into pure strain gene stealers, in which case it will be a very hectic fight. Not making it better. She's just being truthful. I'm looking up. Does it look like is this client any like this is a rubble situation? Is there like a, a a path where it looks like you might be able to climb down any? Um, or... So the the tunnel is sort of like vaguely circular, and uh, -huh. uh the the section where the ground caved in, um, it's less that like. It was like a trap and more like it was just a floor that gave out because someone dug the ground underneath it and then heavy things walked on it. Mm -hmm. um, so there's not really like a built handhold. However, some of the metal scrap from the floor might be viable for Laurawell and Aristarchus to climb down, especially because they're the relatively light people in the group. Okay. Um... I'm going to try and help with that. I don't know. I have this giant heavy armor on that can lift, like, strength-wise, uh, can lift more than me, usually. Um, could I assist with this? Sure. Sort of, like, um, try and move some rubble? Laurel, do you and Aristarchus try and climb down to rejoin the group? Uh, I, would, I would say yes. All right. Um... Who would like to make the primary role and who would like to assist? Someone will be rolling athletics. Uh, I'm very good at athletics. Yeah. I have eight nine dice. Yeah, I, I am very much not. Okay, so uh, Tina will be making the athletics role to try and help maneuver people down. Laurel, how would you like to assist? Mm 
what Tina's not good at is determining where it would be a good idea to do this. Because she's like, you should just be able to just climb down. She's not an engineering sort of mind. Would you like to try and spot for Tina? Would you like to just try and maneuver and try and make it easier on Tina to try and carry stuff? Would you uh, like to just try and jump between the things that are here and, and what Tina's holding up? Or I would like to... Uh, I, I think we're going to go with spotting. All right. So athletics. So Tina can either add uh, your intellect rating or your awareness rating as bonus dice to her role. Uh, they are the same. They're both two. Two? So you can add an extra two bonus dice to this roll. Okay. Let me... Here we go. It's a five with a complication. <laughs> oh, this is wonderful. Can't get rid of that. You guys like your complications. I wonder what Jack's going to make next for next week's session. <laughs> um. So this works as uh, as you sort of help um, Tina with sort of guiding. Like, grab that, hold it up, so we can climb it, so we can climb down it. Uh, you you and Aristarchus begin to make your way down. Um, and you you are able to climb your way down. However, um as uh as as you make your way down, the heavy bit of like steel that uh Tina was holding up for you to climb like sort of a sideways ladder, um Either Tina drops it, or it slips, or Tina just doesn't really care when she puts it down. But it comes down with a very loud clang. Ah, we have been heard. You suspect that any element of surprise you may have had might have just been lost. Fantastic. Right. Uh, Laurel is going to keep the prey sense live while looking down the tunnel. You're not seeing any immediate movement coming your way. You suspect, however, that whatever your next encounter might be, you no longer are going to be surprising them. We are either going to be meeting very well-prepared threats or we have company coming soon. Well, I always say it's better to go and meet them then. In this instance, the orc may be right. Hyphrasia uh, says as she sort of pulls her bolt gun back up and just sort of shoulders it as she sort of starts to make her way down the tunnels. You mean Tina? Of course. All right, fuck it. Her worst choice to die. That's the spirit. 
Tina takes off down the... That was sarcasm. Never mind. Oh. No day to die other than today. Let's go. Yeah. Today there are many the, days to die other than today. Today is the Tomorrow, day. Tomorrow. The day after. Yeah. But it might the be today. <laughs> Next Saturday. A it's month a, from Tuesday. It's a good day to die. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with all of you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hate you all. Only in death does duty end, Hyphrasia says, as she says she takes the lead. Yes, and many other profound-sounding and ultimately useless aphorisms. Let's go. <laughs> I, I couldn't resist getting on the it's a good day to die train with one from the Space Marines. <laughs> sure. Sure. The group continues on into these tunnels. And as you traverse, there is a change that overcomes the environment as simple bored rock gives way to a strange fleshy texture on the walls as if it was being overgrown by some chitinous biomass. As you, as your feet stop thudding on stone and start to squish. Great. Oh, I guess. No way this isn't a When I poke it, does it react? It shudders a little bit. As if, as if, like, tickling a synapse. I don't know what a synapse is. Um, I'm going to, I don't know, attack the wall. I don't like this. This is disturbing. You, you swing your weapon at the wall. Uh-huh. And carve out a bit of chitinous flesh. It does bleed. Okay. I hate everything to do with that. Please do not murder the walls. It's not a good opponent. They can't fight back. No, that's that's fair. It's just this is very You'll tell me if I if I become possessed by something, right? Yes. Of course. Good. What might you become possessed by? I don't know. Tina looks kind of worried. <laughs> I 
don't want to, though. Well, I'm going to go faster now. Tears starts running. Uh, uh, t- oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure she. You going to stop her? Uh, do, do you do you pass do you pass Hyphrasia or? Yes, I don't like this. We need to kill whatever this is faster. Um, yeah. There's no radiation down here. She said there was less radiate. Less. It's not. There's probably not radiation. So I, we don't need to wait for her to check at every door anymore. <laughs> Yes, I run. <laughs> <laughs> Tina. Yeah. Bad yeah. idea. No, bad idea. You need to come back. We're here to kill Tina. stuff. To, mm. What? Please come back. <gasps> but we're here to kill stuff and it was loud it's probably knows we're here already and we're going through this weird... there could be traps or an ambush or something and if you are by yourself you could get killed she comes back thank you nicely done as soon as i see something that fights back. Oh, I will not stop you. All right? Just okay. stay with us. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, Fracia, very pointedly, like, as the as the group is walking, hits a hits a catch on the side of her bolt gun and takes the magazine out, puts it on her belt, and pulls out a different magazine and loads it into the gun. What's that for? She she sort of uh, uh, tilts it o- over, like tilts the weapon a little bit, and uh, and sort of like shows the side of the gun to Tina. Hellfire rounds. Specially designed with a corrosive toxic acid that was originally developed to combat tyranids in the first place. Oh, okay. Delightful. The core and tip of the shell are replaced with a vial of mutagenic acid with thousands of needles that fire into the target upon the shattering of the vial. It melts targets from the inside. I've seen them use the horrifying hair. Great. On that happy note, are we going? And you continue on into the tunnel. Um, So. uh, Eventually the flesh growth becomes more intense as you see what looked like stalks of like flowering plant matter as if enormous tendrils curling up out of out of the wall made out of this weird biomass uh some of them have like suction cups on the sides of them uh 
and some like sprout noxious looking flowers that you do your best not to look anything close to. This isn't normal. This should be mushrooms. It's not a mushroom. You're very much not mushrooms. Yeah. Tina is trying to get the group to hurry faster. That's what I'm saying. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Where's so, going? Um, eventually, uh, you come to a narrowing in the tunnel. Uh, and through, you can hear the sounds of activity. Uh, and Hyphrasia sort of holds a hand up as she sort of listens for a second. This may be our best chance. I'm not hearing much activity. It sounds like the orc distraction has been effective. Most of their forces have been drawn away. This is probably the central hive, which means what will remain will be the patriarch and pure strains. So be ready for probably the most dangerous fight you've ever encountered so far. All right, let's go. All right. Tina and runs. Yeah. Go on. You you run ahead. I'm running in. Uh, Blair said, "Go ahead." So. It's not exactly what she said. Close enough. Close enough. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, no, she can't stop you now. Fight time. All right. I realize that Tina is still heavily injured because I'm like, it's not here. It's going to go great. You're going to love my next character. Yeah. Delightful. So, uh, the group of you begin to make your way down this tunnel. Uh, initiative, we begin. Who would like to go first? I'm assuming the answer is Tina. Yes, correct. I would like to, let's see here. Should I be seeing more than just a black screen? Yes. Uh, you may want to reload. Yeah. yeah. What's my speed again? How does combat work? I always have to remember, remind myself. Six. Yeah, I would like to run up kind of right here. And attack this one that I'm right next to. All right. Give me an athletics check as you try and jump over that mouth in the ground. Oh, okay. Six. Yeah, plenty. Yeah. Uh, as you, you also earn a glory. Sweet. 
We'll need it. I should have brought the trackers over. One second. God, my computer is handling internet stuff really slowly today. I'm waiting to restart it after this. Hmm. All right. Glory has been earned. Yeah, I have reloaded and even opened a brand new tab, and I still am just seeing a black screen on my side. Is the token that not have sight? That everything's black. That sounds like a token sight thing. Hang on, let me take the sight off of your token and put it back. Oh wait, actually, I might know the answer. Does that do anything for you? No. Okay, one second. Dynamic lighting off. Save settings. You should just see the entire map now. Yep. Don't know why that was being weird. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. Tina, you rush and hop over this indentation in the ground that you realize as you hop over it is a mouth that has teeth. Uh, I'll point that out to the other people, uh, just sort of yelling back, see? As I point down and rush forward. Uh, and you leap forward and immediately to your left, you see sort of un uncurling and standing up this chitinous creature that has four limbs that end in razor-sharp claws, its head elongated and and with filled with razor-sharp fangs. Uh, as it sort of le leans up and sort of hisses at you, you sort of rush up and attack it. Yep. On uh, my sort of yellow buck teeth, this is going to turn into a roar, and I'm going to try and use this nice new sledgehammer I got very recently. <laughs> Um, I have, oops, sorry, remind myself of all of my things. Uh, wait, actually, that's not an orc weapon, so I don't get my cool stuff with that. I'm actually going to just stick with my chopper, actually, because I have a bonus die with that. Yep. So let's do that. Uh, the attack bonus die. Yeah, it's already on there. Okay. Dix. That hits. Roll damage. Fifteen. Ouch. Yeah. AP of one reduces their resilience of seven down to six, so they take nine wounds. Yep. As you rush up and. Just with this big chopper, just swing down and slam into the side of this gene stealer. It takes it in the side and seems to stagger for a second, but it is not down. Okay. Uh, it is now its turn. Sure. As it will choose to attack you back with its razor claws. Mm-hmm. It has rending claws. Oh, God. I don't like that. <clears throat> Uh, 
Ooh. That's not good. Ooh. That's Uh-oh. not good. Uh-oh. Zip rolls Dimash. Join us next week for changelings. <laughs> so that is 17 damage uh, with an AP of minus two. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, my resilience was 11. Um, so nine. So, I, I think... so that's, that is uh, six, eight. It's eight wounds. Eight, eight wounds? Okay. Um, so I had two left. How are you? How are you on shock? Uh, I got three. Uh, what's your determination value at? Determination is four. I don't think. Yeah, it, I can it's make honest, it. It's it's not worth rolling determination. Yeah, you can't, you I, can't save enough, and mm-mm. it's not going to instantly kill you. So no, no, because it has to get down to it. It'd have to be nine to do that. Right. It would, ha- it would have it, it would have to deal nine damage because you're at two right now. Yes. You're at two uh, now. My max is seven. seven. So oh. it has to get like. Yeah, it would have hmm. to do seven more wounds past you, and it's only dealing eight right now, which would be six more after. Yep. Oh, you're fine. You you know. <laughs> off by one. <laughs> so what good. are you complaining about? I'm good. Does this? You, I, I don't remember. Am I at negatives now? Or no, you just go to zero. I just go to zero. Okay. Well, Tina's down. <laughs> you are downed, and you take a memorable injury. Roll me a d6. Okay. Three. Uh, that is on the memorable injury table. Oh, that's why it keeps. Uh. You guys keep rolling focused burn on your memorable injuries. Yep. What if I already have that one? Is it just, I just got two of them now? Uh, no, it becomes a severe burn. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. As as you now have even worse scar tissue and like some of your flesh has peeled away as some of your ammo goes off on your face. Okay. Um, I have to say that there is a crit. I don't know if that does something. Uh, don't you have a thing? Like a diehard or something like that? Oh, I do. If you When you suffer more wounds than your maximum wounds, you are not dying. Roll once on the memory, it, memorable injuries table and heal one wound. So, yeah, You have one wound left. Oh, wait. You know what? So I used that during the last fight. Have we regrouped since then, technically, or not? Uh, you have technically had a regroup, yes. Okay. Then I immediately use it. <laughs> I'm at one. So Tina falls and then just sort of like. Uh, That brings it back to friendlies who would like to go next. Uh, Go ahead. I think Laura well would. So. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. Your thumb should be slightly more forward because it's 
Okay, so she's going to draw both of those plasma blades and activate both of them. And uh, so how does dual attacking work in this system? Um, you can. I apparently drop things. Uh, let me... So you can, uh, for one, uh, you're missing the like the dual wielding talents that make it effective. Um, mm. But essentially, um, you can choose to uh, multi attack. You can you can take a multiple action uh, penalty to try and make uh, an attack action. Well, hang on, because this 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 is where the action economy gets kind of weird. Is when you try and make multiple attacks against the same target as opposed to against multiple targets. You can't take more than one one attack action using a multi-action. That That is correct. Um, so both of them will apply to your defense uh, and make it harder to hit you because they both have the defensive trait. Um, however, unless you were trying to hit multiple targets and, or if you had the simultaneous strike talent, which would let you hit with both of them at once, um, they don't, they won't like provide extra damage or anything at the moment. But you can make an attack with the plasma. Fair enough. I'll take the, the extra two instances of parry for yeah. for having them both out. Uh, so we will make our attack roll of breaking course. I mean, you hit. Yeah. Nice. That makes their... Resilience of seven drop to four, uh, which deals enough enough wounds to kill it. As you focus fire and bring down the first of the gene stealers. Aristarchus, Tina is down. No, stop! Doing fine. That's it for my turn. <laughs> uh, enemies gets to go now. Wish I could tell where their fucking speed was. It's always hiding from me. There it is. Ah, eight. Wonderful. Oh, that's very, very fast. Goodness. Um, I also have eight speed, so... Nice. I have speed six. 
This one only needs to run up here. What is speed based off of? Uh, your speed is... I believe primarily based on your species, but let me double check. Yeah. I did not mark that. I did not change that on my sheet. Speed, speed, speed. Adding detail traits. One, page 29. Yes, I believe your speed is determined by your species. Ah, uh, yes. Six. Okay. At least your base speed. You can you can take talents and stuff that will increase it. Right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, this gene stealer is going to try and attack Laura Well as the person who just killed the other gene stealer in front of it. What's mm -hmm. your defense with those two swords out? Um, <clears throat> how much does Perry add? Is it plus, plus one? Plus for one each. each. Yeah. Five. Nice. Jesus. <laughs> oh boy. Go off then, I guess. You know, whatever. Uh, this will be 14 damage at an AP of minus two coming at you. Okay. Uh, What's your armor value right now? Six. What's your total resilience on top of that? Is that, is that, is that your total resilience? Uh, my total resilience is 10. Okay. Nice. So job drops to eight. So you only take uh, six. six, and you can roll the termination on that if you want, because you still have shock. I would like to. But well, you turn you turn one of those into a shock. Okay. So you take five wounds and one shock. How you doing? Um, I've got two more sh uh, wounds I can take, and three more shock I can take before we're dying. So. Not great, Bob. <laughs> it's the going. This is where we should turn and run. <laughs> yeah. Just let them. It'll be fine. <laughs> it was their time. All right. Would either of the two of you like to go, or would you like to let one of the NPCs go? Uh, Blair would like to go, if that's right. okay. Go ahead. All right, where? There you are. All right. Blair is going for this one that just attacked Laurel. Now that you've been warned about the mouth and the ground, you can move around it, yeah? Okay. Keep in mind, y'all, these are the small ones. Mm -hmm. I know. We haven't even encountered Big uh, Boy up here. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But I suggest I'm high freezing. Blair. Where is it? Sorry, my character sheet doesn't want to scroll. There we go. All right, I'm going to use the plasma axe. All right. Roll your attack. Oh. Do you want to use a wrath to re-roll that? 
Yes, please. Hit reroll. Yeesh. That is unfortunately still a miss. Mm hmm. I will gain a ruin. Right, save yourself. <laughs> As you run up and swing this plasma axe at this at this gene stealer, and their body like bends unnaturally at the waist, like it does like a full like backslide. As it, even though it's be like you're, you swing from behind it, and its entire like body, like its upper torso, just leans back down under the axe and looks at you. With teeth, like one of those uh, those air things at cartoon ships. Kind of, like yeah. Arm flailing <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> Only you know, with teeth and claws. Yeah. Uh, How far does this one move? If it wants to get anywhere, it's just going to move for now. Uh, Remy, would you like to go or would you like to let the other people go first? Sure, I'll go. If you want to run, this is your chance, He's... bud. All joking aside, I'm in the presence of... of, of... Those two, and you know which two I'm talking about. I turn and run. I'm making about three steps before that's, before my headless body hits the ground. That's that's true. But I'm assuming speed is related to squares. Yes, it is an exact number of squares you can move. Four, five, six, six. Let's stay there. Um, <laughs> fair. I'm going to shoot at this one. Take a uh, shot. Oh. Wow. I just want to say that reliable and that's kind of fucking light. <laughs> oh, shit. What does reliable do again? Uh, it ignores the first complication in the scene. Oh, okay. Cool. So if, you, if, if there had been a one in there. fun. <laughs> a worse, a worse roll. <laughs> so Jeremy's first. For those who aren't paying three, attention, one and for, the, two, for and those then, who can't see, which yeah. includes the people on the stream, because this is the janky setup where we don't have the the, oh, the yeah, roll yeah. twenty chat. I rolled a three, a one, and a two, and then with my wrath. Rerolled and I got a one a one and a two, yeah. because it's me touching yeah. dice, even <laughs> digitally. Be slightly lower, so don't do it again. <laughs> so it would happen. I mean, I don't think I can. No, you can't. It would be really funny if I could yeah. and somehow rolled like yeah, yeah, one one and one three. It could be worse than one one and one. <laughs> it it could be one one and a complication. <laughs> No, but you. I mean, that is a complication. One, one, one is a complication. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) so that's my turn. (laughs) 
Yeah. What is the speed on the Patriarch? 73. Hopefully slower. Bigger things. He is just as fast. Oh, damn it. Okay, never mind. Remember, sometimes bigger things have stronger legs and this can Uh, jump. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of, it is going to have to take its action to leap over this uh, caustic lake of genetic material as it lands right here. Oh, yeah. Which is its turn. Can you describe the monstrosity we're looking at? Absolutely. So, leaping out of the shadowed end of this large grotto is an enormous four-limbed monstros... Well, six limbs, if you count the legs. Uh, monstrosity. Um, it looks... So those of you who have seen Alien... And you know the alien queen, right? Mix that with a gray man, like the like the 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 like the like gray alien style. Like instead of the massive chitinous plate, you just have like a bulging head that looks like it's made of brain matter. Uh, massive rows of teeth, an enormous head, four limbs that end in massive razor sharp claws, chitinous bone plates across its body. Uh, uh, two large, enormous feet that end in talons and a, and a massive, thick tail swinging behind it as it lumbers out uh, from from its hiding hole. Considering the situation, uh, it, it, it sort of stomps forward and roars this echoing uh, bellow that drools spittle out of it that sort of fizzes as it hits the ground as if it's made of acid. Um. Uh, Considering the situation, I think Hyphrace is going to go next. She steps up to the situation uh, she's got to actually take right here so she can have a good shot. Right there. <clears throat> All right, hi, Fresha. What do your stats look like? It's been a while since I created you. Right, cool. Uh, So she is going to uh, fire her bolt gun at all three of these targets that are in front of everyone uh, and is going to use her salvo to reduce the penalty for doing so, uh, which will only make it a plus two instead of a plus four. First target... Misses the first one. Definitely hits the second one. Definitely hits the third one. Uh, 
Uh, and these are Hellfire rounds, so they deal an extra three bonus damage. The two targets that were hit are three extra damage dice. So, Hyphrasia sort of steps forward with this bolt gun and starts to unload a bevy of shots that sort of spread across the uh, the three that are in front. Uh, catching the second one in the chest, it the the round sort of detonates against it, but it punches it punches through significantly, and you can see the sort of like half melted insides of this thing begin to spill out of the hole, but it doesn't seem to fall over yet. Uh, as its armor still takes effect. Uh, and then the leader takes a similar shot to the torso. Uh, uh, for significantly more damage. Uh, and Hyphrasia just... Call, calls calls back over her shoulder. Aristarchus, medical attention will be needed shortly. Well, not Aristarchus. She doesn't. She doesn't really pay. It, she didn't really get his name thoroughly. But uh, Mechanicus, medical attention will be needed shortly. Uh, and the last one will. Run up and try and hit Tina. Yep. Here. What's your defense? Uh, two. I don't know why a GM rolled that instead of just hitting the button, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, somehow they miss you. What? One success on ten dice. As the roll is one, one, two, two, four, three, two, one. And just keeps going. Why not you have wrath? I do have ruin, but I'm not... They don't get to use ruin. They're not champions. Okay. I do not uh, mind if Tina dies in this fight. This is great. <laughs> Terrible decisions have been made. Uh, Aristarchus is going to... Yeah. Uh, Aristarchus is going to slip past into the, into the fray here. Sort of sidling his way around, uh, around the gene stealers that are in the way. Uh, and is going to try and multi-action heal both Tina and Loroel. First for Tina. Yeesh. Yep, that'll do it. Uh, so you're going to heal three wounds. Cool. Uh, hang on, let me double check the healing.
Medicaid tests. There we go. Heal wounds. Uh, yes. Yeah. So yeah, you will heal three wounds. Back up to about half. And Excuse me. then for Laurel. Nice. You will heal four wounds. As Aristarchus sort of slips through the onslaught and reaches out with one of with with uh, the newly augmented uh, syringe hand and jabs one finger into Tina's shoulder, and then the Medicaid mechadendrite off of his off of his back just sort of reaches out and injects another one into Laurel as he just sort of sidles up and goes, "All right, the two of you on your feet. Let's uh, let's make sure that we've got the right uh, tools and efficiency to bring these uh, heretics the Omnisire's justice." That's all of the enemies have gone already, so Saris is also going to step over here uh, and use her force sword to try and take out the uh, the gene stealer that's already been injured. That's my force sword. She's going to use one of her wrath. Wow. She will still miss somehow. <laughs> uh, but that brings it back to the top. Who would like to go? Yes. All right, Tina, you up. I am going to go after this big one right here. Let's do it. Step over there. Um... I'm going to try the sledgehammer this time because I realized it has AP and that seems useful right now. I'm going to swing it. It is heavy, so or un, uh, unwieldy, un unwieldy yeah. so I've hindered one. That basically no, if it if it if it hits if it crits if it hits them, it will inflict hindered one. Got it. it has okay. Inflict hindered one, but it is unwieldy, which means their defense is one higher than it would be otherwise. Got it. All right. Well, we're going to try attacking. Let's see here. Devin with the complication. So you're only going to miss that because of the unwieldy. Would you like to use your wrath to reroll those? Ooh, yes, I would. Let's spend those. There, there we go. There you go. Nine. Now you hit. Yeah. You can't All spend right. anything because you're not, you don't have enough uh, yep. things to spare, but. But, you know. Better than nothing. 17. 1803. Ow. Yeah. That's 11 more wounds to it. Well, let's try this out. And, and I just Tina sort of like. Sort of, yeah, just steps up with the hammer like and just. under <laughs> Yeah, underhanded, like with a very, very dramatic croquet sort of swing. It's like uppercutted across the jaw, and you hear bone splinter as its head rears back, and it looks at you in raw fury as uh, it is now going to try and kill you. Yep. Uh, as it tries to use its monstrous rending claws. 
Gene Steeler Patriarch. Oh, yeah. Well, wait. I only rolled four Your successes to try and hit terrible. My defense is two. It still hits you. Yeah. Uh, I get a ruin. It doesn't actually do a crit effect because NPCs don't crit like that. I just get ruined. However, this might hurt and or kill. Yeah. Yep, that's 17 damage coming at you. 17, okay. And AP 3. So my resilience is 11. So it'd be, hang on, math. Uh, Please, nine. Nine. That's nine damage coming at you. That would be five over. Wouldn't kill you. No, that would not. My maximum is seven. Thud. Yeah, I do fall, though. (laughs) I am out. For the second time. Roll another memorable injury. Yep. Wait, did that first one not apply because you immediately got back to one? I believe you still take the memorable injury, don't you? From, yes. From, from, yeah. Um, yes. It, it, uh, let me look at it. Yeah, roll once in the memorable injuries table, so. Memorable injuries are just cosmetic. They're not the, they're not yeah. the ones that kill you. But five. Hey, it's actually a different one this time. What is Yay. it? Yay. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, let's find out. Uh, wounds and dying. You've developed a twitch. <laughs> As its claw sort of shreds across your face and you think it might have hit something important in your neurons, not that you know what those are. And Tina uh, falls. Who would like to go next? Uh, I believe I would. So Lorewell is going to take stock of the situation, sheathe her two plasma swords, shift up here, and flip out that ranger rifle, uh, and take aim at, uh, the Patriarch with, uh, a sniper four weapon. All right. Let's uh, see if I... Assuming you take a minor action to aim. Yes. Which will add an extra uh, bonus attack dice to your roll. Two bonus attack dice, actually. So roll two more dice. Okay. Well, nice. Um, Nice. You can afford to shift to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You can afford to shift one of those for extra damage if you want. I will shift one for extra damage. All right. And then you sniper also adds four extra damage because it's sniper four. Uh, so you're going to add a total of five extra damage dice to this attack roll. Thirteen damage. Probably not much because this is an AP, but you know. Well, it's uh, it's nine resilience drops that damage to four coming through, 
but of its 16 wounds that it's already taken, it had it only had the max wounds of 18. So how do you want to do this? So Laurel is just very quickly going to sheath, slide, flip that out, take aim right between the eyes and just blow out the back of its head. Yeah. So as this as this creature has like struck down Tina with one of its claws, and Tina sort of lays back limp uh, on the ground as it sort of leans forward, as if it's about to just reach down and take a bite out of Tina's flesh. Uh, there's the there's the the whine of a of a ranger rifle spooling up, and its eyes sort of track up and look at Lorwell for just a moment, and your eyes meet the beasts for just a fraction of a second before. There is a puff of energy, and there is now a uh, a slashed hole through the side, through the through the front of its head, as it passes through the brain matter and bursts out of the back. As the creature, its its eyes dull. They had literally been glowing, but they the glow in the eyes dies away, and it tips over to the side. Of note, when the patriarch dies, Uh-oh. Um, the 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 hive mind is disrupted, and all of the remaining gene stealers, including the ones in the room with you, um, holy shit! Okay, um, uh, not explode, but definitely have some problems. Hang on a second. Oh boy. I might have done more damage than good here. Oh no, you did much more good than you think. Holy fuck. <laughs> uh well, oh, this one that was already injured falls over from the psychic backlash. Uh and these two are stunned. So they lose their next turns, which means it is now just everybody else can go. So as as that falls, knowing the Tyranid biology and the fact of the hive mind, she will just scream, end it now. Uh, so who would like to go next? Uh, Blair will go, if that's all right. Yep. All right. Um, Swing the axe again? Yeah, yeah, going for that one. You have plus two bonus dice on hitting this thing because it's stunned. Good. Nice. That hits. Roll your damage. Nice. Ace. Three, seven, roost four, takes six wounds. Not dead yet. Who's next? Sure. Boom. You get plus two. Yep. So, there you go. You have a chance to hit if you if you reroll. Sure. You hit it. Yay! Roll the damage. I think that's literally the first time that Remy's ever hit anything with that gun, with any gun, actually. That's not wow. true. He's hit things with, uh, with other guns, just not this one. Okay. A lot of damage. Uh, yeah, with that AP of... Gun. With that AP of minus one, um, 
you sort of level the bolt revolver and sort of steady your hand for a second and just pull the trigger and the shot crashes into this stunned gene stealer and detonates and its insides just splatter across the gr- across the ground and it dies. Can it have splattered over all over someone like Aristarchus? Who's oh, it absolutely splatters side. all over Aristarchus. Wonderful. <laughs> Who would like to go? I think that's all the players. Yeah. Um, Hyphrasia is going to step over here and use her chain sword. Uh, so she'll shift three for extra damage. Oh my god. <laughs> That's 23 damage for for folks. Because the chainsword is brutal and apparently all of those were either fives or sixes. <laughs> Uh, and she just steps up with this chainsword and just swings it into this gene stealer and just like puts her hand on the back of the on the back guard and just presses the chainsword as it's revving into the gene stealer and pushes it down into the ground as it, as the as the teeth go to work on it. Uh, that is a no longer existing gene stealer. And the last thing that Remy's going to do, or not, or not Remy, that Aristarchus is going to do, uh, is try and keep uh, uh, Tina from dying here, real quick. Yeah. You will regain four wounds. Hey. Uh. It's a good fight. I mean, I don't see any other enemies. Is that it? Yep, that is, uh, this fight right. is currently over. All right, let's go. We did what we were supposed to do. Let's get the fuck out of here. Thank you. We're moving. We're moving. We're walking. Hyperatia <laughs> looks up as, 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 as Remy says that. Ah, well, at the very least, the tunnels we came from should lead out generally so we can follow those or we can follow one of these two and hope it doesn't lead into more gene stealers can everyone walk all right right now yep test like yeah all right where we'll start to head out are you heading back the tunnel you came down or one of the other two? We came down. All right. Okay. We don't know what's down those other two tunnels. I know. Johnny does. I'm not even talking about that guy. I'm talking about 17 years later, you're still trying to get out because... <laughs> you got lost. You've gotten hopelessly lost. Yep. Uh, so you turn and uh, return back down the tunnel from whence you came. Uh, and uh, 
go for uh, as far as as need be. Uh, eventually, you find yourself back in that section where the ground had given out uh, from the floor from the floor above you. Uh, do you want to keep going and see if this tunnel leads out, or do you want to try and climb back up there? Can we feasibly climb? You can try. You probably have to like try and jury rig some rubble and see how that goes. But yeah, I can do what I did last time. Yeah. Fall and land on your face. I d- I helped them climb down. Oh, last time, not what just happened uh-huh. uh, 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 several minutes ago. Yeah, like if you if you've got some kind of clever idea for like assigning like building rubble back up, you might be able to climb back up. But you can also just follow the tunnel and see where it leads. Let's just follow the tunnel and see where it goes. Yes. Ceres. Hmm. Yes. Can you uh, can you assist? I might be able to uh, lift some of this rubble, she says, as she sort of focuses for a second. Lone sounds so put out by it. And she puts a she puts a hand to the side of her head and sort of raises another hand and begins to focus. And she's going to make a psychic mastery test. Sarah Sartinos. Skills. Psychic mastery. Is is that something she would do in front of uh, another? Oh, yes. Like, they're, they're fully okay. aware of the, their inquisition. Okay. Good enough. And she sort of focuses for a second, and bits of the rubble that had fallen sort of straighten themselves out and sort of arrange themselves in a rough climbing, roughly climbable pile uh, that sort of reaches most of the way up. That'll make it doable to try and climb back up. Some of you might need assistance, but... I'm climbing on Tina's back. (laughs) (laughs) How I got down! It is true. Tina, make me an athletics check and climb. Okay. Um, actually, I'm going to wait until you the slip, other... fall, and land back first. I am going to wait until the rest of the group climbs up because I, I am heavy. Yeah, and the person is likely to break it and uh, also don't want to land on everyone else. Sarah will climb up just fine as she sort of scrabbles her way up this pile of debris that she has assembled. Uh, Blair and or uh, Laurel, would you like to climb? Um, yes. Would you like to use your wrath to reroll that? I want to use all the wrath. It resets every game anyways. Okay, I, all right, I'll reroll. We're bad for using our wrath. It's your wrath. You only get like this. They haven't yeah, used any glory. It's not the pool. Okay. Oh boy. 
You got two. Uh, honestly, that was what you needed. <laughs> That's oh, good. Okay. Then I will, I will take back my re-roll then. Groom? Uh, as as you, the two of you sort of scramble, it's it's a little awkward, but you manage to scramble your way up and try and climb back up onto the the upper platform. Uh, okay, hang on, hang on. Let me, let me roll for Aristarchus as well. Yeah, and might as well for you know Hyphrasia will go up last. Uh, where is Aristarchus? Aristarchus will. <laughs> Aristarchus <laughs> is as good as mine. Uh, he has a one die pool for athletics. Oh boy, worse can than he, mine. Can he also? Uh, he, he, will, hang he will look on? over. He will look over at Tina and be like, "Could you give me a quick boost, Miss Tina?" Yeah, just throw him. Uh, so he'll get bonus dice equal to either your strength or your athletics, whichever is would like your strength rating or your athletics rating, whichever is. Uh, I think uh, athletics is higher. Uh, nine. I got nine. Well, that's that's your that's your total pool. Oh, combined. So what's oh, your rating? strength. I have seven. Your strength is seven, and your and your athletics is how many ranks of athletics? You have three. Uh, two. Two. Oh, yeah. So two. Yeah. So he'll take those seven bonus dice from your strength. Yeah. There you go. As you as you boost him up, and he just uh, climbs up. You basically toss him up most of the rubble, and he sort of scrambles his way up the rest of it. I like the way, idea that he just gets thrown straight up, and he gets up there, and Blur just grabs his hands and pulls him up. Pulls him up. <laughs> the tracks. Okay. You want to try that? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, Tina, roll me athletics. Yeah. Call me weird, but I have sort of a I have sort of a thing about potentially falling. You think you'd get used to it right now? Yeah, so you, I've you... only done it once. I mean, technically, you fell the other time. This, this, you know, the one that was shortly. <laughs> eh. I like to think more that I like snowboarded down mm -hmm. on your back. You sort of hand over hand pull yourself up this pile of rubble. Yep. Hi, Freysha. Shortly after you, just sort of one hand over the other climbs up. All right. We're up here. We're moving. We're walking. We're walking. <laughs> and we're walking and we're walking. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. As you as you walk, uh Hyphrasia sort of looks at the readings on her on her on her bracer. Well, it looks like Gene Steeler activity in general is uh being quickly mopped up by the orcs uh in the aftermath of the Patriarch's death. They've become immediately disorganized, which has given the Greenskins the upper hand. Right. And as much as I am generally loath to allow uh, orcs to establish a foothold, I would rather a colony of orcs than the high fleet. Sure. And she continues on. Hold on. 
How much radiation is there here? It's scattered throughout the facilities. It's not everywhere. Uh, Does it go away? Over time. Air out the okay. How long does it take? Depends on how quickly things are venting. In the areas where there's no ventilation, it could take years or centuries, as is the case with this place. Uh, however, in areas where we could send down potential teams to clear out the debris and radiation, it could be cleared much more quickly. Or like if there was a big hole sort of through a level. Theoretically. Okay. I want to go see how the other orcs are doing. I look back at Blair. Can I run ahead? How far off are they? Oh, they're a ways off. They were they've been spreading throughout the entirety of this tunnel system. They're everywhere. We don't know exactly where they are right now. They're all over. No, but you just kind of have to listen and then... There are creatures all over. Eileen, I think you just have to say yes or no because any logic she's going to try to counter. Tina, uh, how about we'll finish up here and then we will all go looking for them. All right? I think we're finished here. Are we? Everything's dead. As we're like walking through. I mean, you've killed the patriarch, which was the stated goal. Okay. Uh, Okay. How do I get this responsibility? We Um, have to get a move on. The our the person we're looking for could move at literally any time, may already have done so. Uh-huh. I'll run very fast. I'll meet you back at where where we left the um the bicycle or the 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 um she would call it whatever it is. What is it called again? Uh Ridge Runner. Look, I'm walking. Y'all do what y'all gonna do. Tina, the the choice is yours, all right? But we are on a mission here. Yep. Got it. Cool. She runs. (laughs) And she is basically running back all the way up to the front and then back around to try and find one of the orcs of her tribe, anyone who's the, the first one she finds. Yeah. And as as uh, Tina splits off to try and locate uh, her tribe and see how the progress of the fight has gone, uh, and as the rest of you try and regroup back at the Ridge Runner to try and get the fuck out of here, uh, that is where we will end for the week. <laughs> Alrighty, later. Say goodbye. Bye.